he flashed a wicked little grin. Damn it. Stay out of my head, I said. Let us cut the crap, Miss Turner. I can hear you. I can either pretend not to, or we may both simply acknowledge that this is a fact. If I pretend, however, I will not be gaining any... He reached for the words, Yards. Yes, yards with you. So we're playing football now? I suppose the sports metaphor felt appropriate. He wanted to win, and would mow down anyone who got in his way. Right now, he needed to win me. All of me. Why? I'd get to that in a moment. No. Our game is far more serious than that. He dipped his head a notch and gazed hungrily across the candlelit table, pushing my body temperature up ten more degrees despite my effort to ignore the hold he had over me. The game of life, I muttered under my breath. Greater than that. What could be bigger than life, I wondered. The eternity of death. He replied to my thoughts with a curtness that needed no explanation. He was, after all, dead and had been for over three thousand years, searching for an escape from the cruel, horrifyingly painful curse cast upon him by his unfaithful white, Agni. Agni had been a seer of light, like myself, with the ability to see people's energy. Sometimes I saw imprints left behind by objects, too. Obviously, I suspected seers were capable of much, much more. Case in point, Agni's curse but I'd never know. I was the last seer, which was why King had an interest in me far beyond anything casual. And if I were to be honest with myself, part of me, the part that lived in the darkest recesses of my mind, wanted him back. Do you plan to answer me this evening, Miss Turner? King asked. I pushed my mind away from any thoughts of sex and tried to focus on the conversation, uh, uh, honesty? Uh, what else? If you can't stop hearing my thoughts, there's no point in pretending. He smiled in that sexy, sinful sort of way that could melt a woman's panties off her body, like it or not. Yeah, he was powerful. I meant, what dish will you be ordering? I already knew you would choose honesty. You're not one to advocate lying. He was right about that. I couldn't tolerate dishonesty, which was why I struggled with what was to come after dinner. Why did he insist on making sex part of our new deal? King leaned in. Mia, how many times must I explain this? The artifact will allow me to bring back one life, just one. Do you want your brother returned to you or not? I looked toward the panoramic view of San Francisco, the lights of the Golden Gate Bridge off in the distance. You know I do. Long story short, Justin had been murdered. And while some might argue whether he deserved to die, at the end of the day, he was my family. My family. And returning Justin to my parents was the only way to make my family whole again. But to bring him back... I needed to break King's curse. To break his curse, we had to get a hold of the artifact, a rock that King's ex-wife had used to bind his curse. 
To break the bond between King and the artifact, a seer had to undo it. That's where this all got weird. Utterly and truly weird. According to him, the bond could only be broken with love. Yeah, pretty damned strange. Definitely complicated. However, I'd spent a lot of time thinking this one over. If Agni used hate to create his situation, then it only made sense that the opposite energy would undo it. Sort of like an antidote. Now, how breaking King's curse would translate into a dead person, any dead person, returning to life? That was where things became even stranger. He claimed that once his curse was broken, the artifact would allow one life to be brought back as a sort of do-over. King had obviously planned for his life to be the lucky one, but he'd made me an offer I couldn't refuse. In exchange for ending his torture,